Heads or Tails, the faith-based podcast where we encourage you to be the head and not the tail. Let's go. What is up everyone and welcome back to the Heads or Tails podcast. Today in episode three, we're going to be talking about what I learned in the wilderness. So when I say wilderness, I mean my version of it, which is a very deep, dark, depressed place in my mind. And I have so much to cover on this topic and an episode on my mental health journey and mental health overall is in the works. It's just heavy and confronting to face and it forces me to be super vulnerable. So I am just allowing myself time to create this episode and just spending time with the Holy Spirit to speak through me on this particular subject. But right now, I do want to share with you the four lessons God taught me in the wilderness. Lesson number one, God doesn't come how you expect him to. I was asking God to move in a way I thought would help me. I prayed desperately for a breakthrough, but the actual breakthrough didn't happen as I expected it to. And this just left me feeling so disappointed. I had certain expectations and when they weren't met, I became hurt and angry. Looking back, I feel like it really did just reveal my spiritual immaturity. And I don't know, I see myself as a Christian brat when I look back because when things didn't go my way, I just got angry. However, my breakthrough did come, but it just it didn't happen miraculously or as a sudden fix. And if you actually look up the meaning of the word breakthrough, it refers to a sudden, dramatic, or important discovery or development. Now let's search the word development. It means the process of developing or being developed. My breakthrough was a development. It was a process. And I had to learn and understand that that delay wasn't a denial. It just meant that my breakthrough was still in progress. Don't be disappointed when God doesn't immediately fix something in your life. If you believe that what you're asking for aligns with your God-given purpose in this life, then that delay may not be a denial. It could just be part of the process. God could even be developing you before granting you that breakthrough. So I just want to encourage you to find comfort in God's Holy Spirit, seek his guidance and ask him to equip you with the patience and stamina you'll need during this season of waiting. Lean into him and please don't see the delay, rejection or denial as punishment because sometimes faith is all we have and if you lose that, the battle in your mind becomes impossible to fight. Lesson number two, he will send people to help you. So one thing I learned in the wilderness is that God will never actually leave you. So even though it might feel like you're so alone and he's not listening, he shows up in ways that we don't even realize. For me, he sent people into my life to help me overcome the pain. He made those specific people available to me and he gave them the right words to say. It was almost like everything they were saying was exactly what I needed to hear. I didn't have very many Christian friends at the time, so I actually started connecting with my mum's friends. I met up with three of them at uh, three different times. I truly was just so desperate. I recommend meeting with women who have a mature faith. They have such incredible wisdom and advice, and they've experienced their own version of the wilderness. I remember one particular meeting with one of them. I openly said to her that I couldn't keep going, uh, that I was giving up and I was... 
I was done. I told her how ashamed I felt for giving up on myself and giving up on God. I will never forget what she told me. She didn't judge me. Instead, she just nodded her head in understanding and shared a verse. I will never forget this verse. It's Exodus 17, verse 11 through 13, and it's about the battle between the Israelites and the Amalekites, and they are in the wilderness. So here's what it says. While Moses held up his hands, Israel prevailed. But whenever he put his hands down, Amalek prevailed. When Moses' hands grew heavy and tired, Aaron and Hur took a stone and put it under him, and he sat down on it. Then Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady until the sun went down. So Joshua defeated the Amalekites. I believe that this verse teaches us that there will be times when we aren't strong enough to fight our own battles. Personally, I had reached a point where I couldn't hold up my own head and fight anymore. However, what I didn't realize until later is that God understood my limitations, so he sent people to help hold my head up. That to me is a miracle in itself. Please never hesitate to reach out to other people, whether they are family members or friends or professionals. Talk to your doctor or therapist. God will equip those people around you to help navigate you through your difficult times. Lesson number three, God has a plan for you, but so does the enemy. I can't stress this enough. Friends, the devil and his minions are very real. Not only is he as real as you and I, but he's also ancient. He's old. He has been studying us since the beginning of human creation, which makes him incredibly clever and cunning. The devil knows who you are, and he knows your strengths, and he knows your weaknesses, and he is the father of lies. One of the lies he tells us and reminds us every single day is that he doesn't exist. He wants to remain in your mind as a fictional character in a children's book. He wants you to think that the painful, depressing, and suicidal thoughts you're feeling is coming from your own mind. And he's working overtime to deceive you and planting seeds of doubt all the while planning how he can destroy you. And he is in no rush because he knows he's already lost. So for him, it's not a sprint to destroy mankind. It's a marathon. And it all begins with a small lie because he's just too clever to expose himself too soon. So what is the enemy's plan for your life? It's incredibly simple. The Bible explains it in three words. Kill, steal, and destroy. The devil wants to steal your joy, your peace, and your hope. And once he succeeds in doing that, his next step is to kill you physically. He will fill your mind with lies about yourself, your life, and your worth, making you feel like living just isn't worth it anymore. And then ultimately, his goal is to destroy you eternally. Why? because he hates you. He hates every part of you. He wants to remain a fictional character in your mind so that you believe the depression, the rejection, the disappointment, the hate, and the failure in your mind is coming from you and you alone. So yes, God has an incredible plan for your life, but that doesn't mean we should put our guard down. The devil is roaming the earth like a roaring lion ready to devour you. Lesson number four, we need the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Sorry, that was actually zero to a hundred. I'm so sorry. The devil makes me so mad. I actually hate him. Okay, so as a believer, I needed the Holy Spirit. 
Living in a fallen world as a Christian is hard, but it's even harder without the help of the Holy Spirit. So I've believed in God for a long time. I gave my life to Christ when I was very young, and even though I believed, I lived my life as a lukewarm Christian, and I've only recently been baptized in the Holy Spirit. And since working with the Spirit in my day-to-day life, I've experienced unexplained joy and peace. Yes, I was a believer before and I knew about God, but I didn't have peace and I definitely didn't have joy. In fact, I've recently come out of the worst depression I have ever suffered. I can honestly say that I tried everything in my power. I went on antidepressants, I did therapy, and I even visited healing rooms. It's where they pray over you and you can ask um, for areas in your life to be healed. However, I still was in such a bad place. And just like I said in the first lesson, I had given up. I'd given up. So one evening I attended a church service where one of my closest friends friends preached on a sermon on the Holy Spirit. And I ended up going to the front and asking for prayer. It was quite funny because after she had finished this incredible sermon, my friend turned to me and was like, do you want to go up for prayer? And I was like, yes, move out of my way. <laughs> I was so ready. Um But yeah, so I I went up and she prayed over me and I started speaking in tongues and I encountered the spirit in a profound way. My depression was healed from from that moment on. I can definitely say that. I mean, it hasn't been easy and I've definitely still have my moments, but I have a... I have a sense of joy and peace in my heart and that no matter what happens in my life right now, even though it is still in shambles, the Holy Spirit is with me and I feel him and I just know everything is going to be okay. And the most amazing news is he is available to you as well. And he holds the same power as our Heavenly Father and his son Jesus. So it's a free gift and working with the Holy Spirit is honestly life-changing. And since getting to know him, I've also come to know him personally. He's so sweet. He's gentle. He's attentive. And he's always nearby. His presence in my life is what has kept me going. And it's like he gives me my daily dose of joy and peace. And even though I've had no, I I still have no idea what's going on in my life, I can just take rest in knowing that whatever happens, I'll always have him. So if you're a Christian, but you haven't had much to do with the Holy Spirit, I encourage you to just invite him in or just start talking to him. He loves you so much. And it was the Holy Spirit who saved me. So yeah. (laughs) Okay, so that brings us to the end of what I learned in the wilderness. Thank you so much for listening. And if you feel like you're stuck in your own version of the wilderness, please know that delay does not mean denial. God is working in ways that we don't always understand and try not to rely solely on your own understanding as the enemy will take advantage of that and fill your mind with lies we need to fight the good fight of faith if you are struggling with suicidal thoughts there is help available through lifeline Aotearoa incorporated it's a 24-hour helpline to the new zealand based listeners the number is 0800 54 that's 0800 If you're dealing with depression and simply want to chat, please message me on the Heads or Tails podcast on Instagram. I'd love to talk and hear your story. Next week's episode, we are going to be talking about lukewarm Christianity and is it worth it? Catch you then. <laughs>